Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Midnight Morning Podcast. I'm your host, John, and I'm here with James. What's up, guys? How you guys doing? This is episode two. We have a pretty interesting topic today. It's going to relate to another thing with the coronavirus and the quarantine and people having or lack of having motivation to do do things productive throughout their days. Yeah, and we realize that this is happening now because everybody's going through having a lot more time. But that doesn't mean that there's so many people that are always affected by this and they need that, that jumpstart, they need that something that gets them going. And it's not something that just happens now. And so whether you're listening to this now during the coronavirus period, which is what it's inspired by, or in general, if you have that thing that you're needing help with starting, I was talking with James about this. There are people in my life that they know they need to start looking for a job or they know they need to start working harder to get a job, but then they kind of just play Candy Crush or, you know, they're always saying they want to start working out um, or they want to start running and then they either do it once or they just don't do it at all and they don't form the habit. They don't do the thing they want to do and there's a great deal of stress that comes from this. I know from doing it myself that this that the the stress that comes from not doing something that you know that you need to do is the worst stress that you could have. Yeah, and I I have something that I want to kind of go right into. I guess you can call it a, a very straightforward solution to that kind of feeling. Is something I I think I believe I read it probably about a year or two ago, and it's called the five minute rule. So if something obviously it would be relatively simple if it takes less than five minutes. And if it takes less than five minutes, just do it right then and there, right? So it could be simple as something as cleaning the dishes. So, you know, you just ate dinner, you're relaxing, you're sitting there thinking, like, oh, crap, I have to clean the dishes today. Uh, and then you push it off, blah, blah, and it, and it just sits in the back of your head, and you're like, oh, I don't want to do it, I don't want to do it. And it becomes this something so, so simple as cleaning the dishes or whatever it might be that takes a short amount of time or start your laundry, whatever it is. If it takes less than five minutes, get up and just go do it right away. So it's something simple that if it is that simple, you just do it, get it over with. Now you're not dwelling on it. You're not pushing it back. You don't start procrastinating and you just get that done with. And it kind of helps. You almost feel better about yourself doing. It could be something so simple and so silly that, you know, like, oh, it's not going to make me feel good. But getting something done in your brain, it truly does make you feel good that you've done something, right? So it just makes you begin to feel more productive. And like I said, it could be something as simple as cleaning the dishes, starting your laundry, whatever it may be. So, so I, I just wanted to get right into that. And sure. So you do it you do with yourself at least that when something takes five minutes, you not convince yourself, but you stress that it's only five minutes, that it's only five minutes of work that you need to do. Yeah, and, that, and that's something, like I said, for me, for me personally, like, it's something like doing my laundry where it might be a Sunday and I don't have any throwing or workouts to do. And instead of pushing that back and in the back of my mind, I know I have to do it. I just get up, I do it, and it's done with. I feel good. I don't have any, right? I, so I do the thing that I need to do, and now I have nothing else to do. I can truly relax, and I don't have that that thing in the back of my mind, whatever it is, dwelling on me for whatever time, the rest of the time of the day where I'm pushing it off, where I just get it, get it done, and, and it's over with. It's very similar to what I have. What I have for, for getting started on things is we're kind of, humans are very stupid as far as you kind of follow what the feelings you have or what you think is best for you in the moment and that could be the wrong thing. 
But so you can use this to your advantage. You can. So what I do is I lie to myself. I tell myself that if I, for example, if it's reading a book, I tell myself I can just read one sentence of the book. Which, if I can't do that, then I I would feel so horrible as a person that I can't read one sentence. You could read one sentence. Mm -hmm. So I tell myself I can read one sentence of the book, and then right after I can go uh, eat a bunch of chocolate, or I can go um, watch a bunch of YouTube videos. I, I tell myself, just read the one sentence, and then do whatever you really want to do. But the thing is, is by the yeah, time, once you get yourself to start the, the thing that you need to do, once you, you get your brain in that mode, then your brain starts to say, oh, I want to keep doing this. So for me, mm -hmm. it's I don't know if it's similar to the five-minute thing you're talking about. I teach English online at the moment, and a lot of it is messaging people if they want to be taught English by me. It's the, I guess it's the equivalent of cold calling, and it's not mm -hmm. fun. When I make sure that I do it in the day, it makes me feel so much better. And the thing is, starting it is so annoying because... You have to make messages unique for people. You have to... I mean, I don't know too much about it. We have a friend, Anthony, that does literally does cold calls all day. But just to make sure that I do two or three a day, it makes me feel better, and it obviously helps me during this corona time. But mentally, for me, it's such a big... It's such a big mental hula hoop that I have to go through uh, to start doing it. And what always works for me is saying, just start... Just write the first sentence to the person. And then start watching a bunch of YouTube videos. Just start doing the, the task, and then you can quit. And but before that, I don't I don't want to quit as soon as I start. In your case, you know, it's just starting it, and that way you get your brain to you know what it's kind of tricking itself into. I'm not, I don't have to complete it, but I'm always going to start it. And now you start doing it, and it's like oh wow, like I'm already doing it. I might as well just continue to do it because I'm not doing anything else. Yeah, there's no way that you're going to fold half your laundry. You'll be like, I'm good. Yeah, exactly. Right? Like, you're already doing it, so you're not doing anything else. So in your mind, you're like, oh, I might as well just finish it. And now you've gotten whatever it is that you need to do, whether it be laundry or something more serious of something to do with work or whatnot. And now you're doing it, and all of a sudden you're done. You're like, oh, wow, like that felt great. And now that starts, it starts, it starts building habits, and that's a, a little trick of, or two little tricks to get something going and build little habits to get things done. Yeah, and this is, again, this is only the, the starting side of it. There's still the whole consistency side of it, which I'm sure mm -hmm. James could tell you so much about as far as, you know, your abilities pitching or whatever it is. It's it's A lot of it's through consistency. And, and also, I mean, through through starting things and getting things done, if anyone is struggling with it, like I know I have, um, once I start doing that, like being good at starting things, then I start to get that uh, kind of an addicted feeling, like what am I going to accomplish next? And mm -hmm. I hope that in some way that we can help someone um, start getting addicted to something. And that's really that's really why we wanted to talk today. We want to get some people addicted to something. Yes. Yeah. It's it's all about that. It's all about building the habits of of getting things done, getting something started, getting that whatever it is little tricks that we just mentioned of just beginning whatever it is. Um, I do want to take a little bit of a turn on this same similar topic of doing things, um, but now this time I want to bring up. I saw I think it was a tweet on someone on Twitter and it was with, you know, a lot of people are posting all these positive things and all this stuff that they're doing with their time, the quarantine. And this person tweeted something out 
something along the lines of, um, you know, why, why do I have to do something productive during my quarantine? Why can't I just do nothing? And to me, like, that's just kind of, like, in a harsh way, that's just fucking dumb, you know? You don't have to do anything crazy where people are posting all the workouts and all this other good things that they're doing. You don't have to do anything crazy in your life, but to take, you know, you went from whether it be working or going to school, whatever it is, having X amount of hours taken, taken up in your day. Now you have nothing to do and you're just going to do absolutely nothing. And kind of going back into what we just talked about, that can start, you know, building bad habits and making yourself less productive if you were, you know, a somewhat productive person before this. You, you mentioned Sydney's before and I said it related to someone in my life a lot. Do you know this person that, um, well, that tweeted this? Somewhat. I, I knew him in high school. Do you think he's the type of person that, uh, that is overwhelmed? I, I, again, you're just assuming, but do you think he's the, that's like, um, can get overwhelmed or by all the things to do and instead of, instead of saying that whole conquer that that he'll do these things yeah do you think he, um, he's him saying fuck that i don't want to do that is it a rebellious thing i almost see it as almost an excuse to not do anything i don't really know this person that well and i haven't spoken to him basically since high school which is five years ago now but my whole point of this is you know you're you have you know just say you get eight hours of sleep you have 16 hours in a day of doing absolutely nothing where, not to say you have to go work out and run or do all these physical stuff, physical activity kind of things, or you have to, you know, spread positivity and whatnot, but, you know, you should, like, do something in your life. You shouldn't just sit here and do nothing, and it can be something very simple again, like, just taking a very simplistic kind of view on it, and it can be something as connecting with your friends, family, and whatever, but to say you're going to do absolutely nothing because... You know, everyone's out here doing something or a good amount of people are posting positive things and what they're doing with their free time. And you're just going to do absolutely nothing. It's a waste of time, you know, where you have all this time and time is precious because the more time that goes by, you know, you're, you get older, you lose out on opportunities and this is a big opportunity to do things. How do you feel about people though that, I mean, it sounds like the people that we're talking about that... You know, they're, they're not the incredibly productive people. They see people doing, uh-huh. whether it's working out, making a lot of money, whatever it is, they see people being productive and they feel like they, they can't do that themselves. They feel like um, they don't know where to start. And I, as much as I would like to say that what we said earlier is a great starting point for them, which I, th- I do think uh-huh. it is, where do you think that comes from? Where the people saying, like, fuck you to anything that's intimidating or big like how would you tell people to how they might be able to change their mindset about that okay yeah look at it before the whole quarantine thing right so and i'm not saying this exact person i'm just talking in general now say you work at whatever a a simple store it could be a fast food restaurant it could be uh a shirt like a an old navy or something you know a, a somewhat basic job and you know that's what you do and you're fine with it right to me, like, like I have zero problem with that, right? If, if you just want to work a basic job and and that's what you want to do, just get some money and, and live whatever type of life, to me, that's fine, right? You're, you're eating in some sort of society and some type of money and, you know, it's your money, your time. You've put in the time to, to 
make the money, do whatever you want. But when you go from that to a quarantine and doing nothing, and then you're saying you're going to do nothing, well, how about you think about what you were doing before, right? So maybe you are working at Old Navy. Do you really, is that what you want to do for the rest of your life, you know? If the answer is yes, then okay, well, what can you do to, to help yourself in that regards now? And uh, I don't have an answer to that, you know, and it, if it's nothing, no, I think that then... is a, a good answer as far as, I think you need to have a, an honest conversation with yourself yes. in some way, um, and realize that, hey, you're kind of being shitty towards people making money because you feel incompetent in some way. Not not like and not that they're assholes. They don't. You don't have to do something extraordinary. And if you're fine with what you were doing before this, like that's okay. But think about what you were doing before, right? You were making some sort of money, and you were doing whatever you were with that money, whether it be you know hanging out with friends, going to do things. Well, now you don't have the work and stuff, and then you're not gonna do abs- You're not gonna do anything after that, like. Why don't you just do the things that you enjoy doing where it's something, again, it's something simple that it might just be what you want to do. Instead, you're going to say, oh, I don't want to do anything. I'm going to sit here and watch Netflix all day. Like, is that what you do in your normal life? Do you get home from whatever your, your job is and you go home and watch Netflix all day? If it is, then yeah, like that makes sense. And that's what you want to do. And then, yeah, you want to sit down and just want, watch Netflix all day. But if you don't typically do that, why would you resort to that as a thing you want to do? You know what I'm saying? Where yeah, like you it. lose you lose that you lose what you normally like to do in life and you're just shutting down, which again to me like I just don't understand why someone would want to do that. I feel like you get a lot of the speakers saying like you could be everything you could be, you can I don't know, run a C be a CEO of a company, these things that people don't want to do. And like it's a good point. Like someone very well might just want to work at Old Navy and mm-hmm. then watch Netflix and relax with his wife and kids at the end of the day. You know, it's whatever it's whatever fits you best. And But if, like you're saying, like if that's not what you regularly do, if that's not what you really want, then you need to make that adjustment. Um, yeah, exactly, right? Yeah. Like, I'm not, I'm not saying you, you have to do these things, but if you're someone who doesn't typically basically do nothing... Then why are you going to resort to that? You should. That's where. That's what I'm saying is. That's when you should find something in your day day to make some sort of adjustment and and find something to do. Right. It, it still can be something you like to do, but do something. Right. Just take the time you have to incorporate something you want to do, something you normally do in your life. Find a way to find a way to do that. And like we talked about before, if it's you have the trouble of starting it, well then we gave you those couple little tricks to, to hopefully start you to, to get into a habit of, of doing whatever it is that you want to do. Let's start pivoting to our topics that we have for each other. Very specific to, I want to say the sports world. Growing up, um, everybody everybody's playing multiple sports. Um, I mean, my, my idea as a kid was that I was going to be a Major League Baseball player. Um, mm-hmm. And it's probably me and another 20, 30 other million people. In America, growing up, maybe more, um, and I mean, out of everybody I know, pretty much everybody I actually know, uh, you're the only person that's playing in the pros. Do you think that sports in general are emphasized too much? That people 
start believing that it's the only thing that matters too much. Um, and so I'm asking you this because specifically because if you did believe it, you kind of are correct in it. But from your perspective of being literally, I don't want to insult other people, but being the only person that's right about it, do you think that other people are wasting their time? So my direct answer would be no. And the reason for that is I believe, you know, it, it could change. But when you're growing up, I believe that you should have some, some like major goal that you want to be in your life, right? And it could be, if we're saying specifically on just um, sports, right? If you're, if you're a little kid and you grow up and you want to be baseball player, football, whatever, whatever sport it may be, you know, why, why should you not think that, right? Because as a kid, you have no clue if you're going to have talent when you get older. You have no clue, like, how you're going to grow. You have, you have no idea what things are going to turn out to be in the future for your life. Um, right, talk, so talking like your physical body, right? As a little kid, like you don't know how you're going to turn out. So, to me, you if that's if that's your goal or if that's your dream as a kid, I feel like there's no reason that you shouldn't think that because you can always strive for it. And if it doesn't work out, at some age you're going to come to the realization of it. But the things that you've done, and this actually goes back to the to the, our initial topic, and you know you strive to be whatever professional athlete it is and you start making these habits of, you know, it might be going to the gym early or running, things like this. And now when you have to switch over and get a more realistic job because you've realized that you can't play this sport, now you've, you have those habits in you that, you know, it might not be getting up and going to the gym or running in the morning, but now it's getting up and getting prepared to go to go sit in the office that day for work and make sure, you know, you have the stats if you're um, just an accountant. You know, it's things like that. It becomes more than just a sport when that's what your dream is to, to become. I didn't even think about when I was when I was posing the question. The all yeah, all the habits I've learned, especially from the last four years of playing baseball in college, the habits I've formed those last four years, um, definitely have carried over into this time period now. And I don't think I'd be this person I am now. I don't think I'd be putting as much effort into life in general as I am now if I didn't play baseball. Um, there's a lot of fantastic habits I've learned. I would say the number one for me, um, and so I, I don't know how many people would get this out of baseball, but um, specifically you, me, and then some of the other people that would help a lot. So on our baseball team... There's people that, you know, there's a lot of equipment you need to take around. There's a lot of responsibilities that exist. And there's a great deal of amount of people that it's easy, that they find it easier not to find responsibility in what they might need to do. That they might, they could just ignore, someone will do it, basically. And yeah. the last, I mean, the, the whole time, I've, I kind of took the attitude of, and I mean, we both did, of, well, it's going to be someone's responsibility, so I'll make it mine. I only It's through baseball that I had this, but I've it's helped me so much in regular life, too. Um, would you say that you've gotten... What, what would you say that you've gotten through baseball? For So, with baseball, you know, what I've tried to be is I... My, like, my work ethic and all the dedication I have, and, you know, God forbid, whether it be it doesn't work out or... Which I don't believe, but if it weren't to work out or... 
even afterwards, I'm going to have these habits and and things that I'll be able to put towards another, another whether it be work or hobby or something. And to me, I believe that no matter what I do, I do afterwards that that I'm gonna either be successful or good at it. And that's just because of the thing, little habits that I've built through baseball and sports growing up that that I think it will carry over to no matter what I do. Yeah, and I, I need to make sure I illustrate this right now. Um, I the the belief that you have that you will do that, um, just knowing you as well as I do. I th- it's so much stronger than I think most people's have of, oh, I'm going to be this one day, oh, or like, oh, I'm going to work hard and do that. It's it's very strong with you. I had a side when I asked you the question, but now I'm, when I think about it, I'm very strongly on the side of, of sports and that I don't know without competition that this is a idea, that uh, a mental state that you can reach. Maybe through like mathletes or like some some in, <laughs> yeah. some intense mental competition, but otherwise, only through sport competition, through having that direct feeling of if you don't win, then they'll win. The other people will win. You know, if you through regular life, there's a lot of well, if you don't win, then nothing happens. And I I feel like a lot of people through having that repeatedly be not taught to themselves, but but they, it's just what they do that they don't feel that same type of edge. And, I mean, for me, I feel a little bit, but I definitely feel like you're on another level with it. Um, yeah, that's this is definitely a positive of playing sports, that you, even without the actual enemy or the person on the other team there, I mean, you see this so much with Navy SEALs, with people that were in the Army. They still have that feeling, when you hear them talk, of yeah, the enemy yeah. being there. And for us, like it's just people on the other team. But um, I, I still would I would hate people on the other team when we played them. It, it wouldn't <laughs> yeah, matter. Like if I was if I was someone that say worked in the office and um, we were going up like whatever it may be, you get a salary for basically being better than the other person. I would do everything I fucking could, not only to just get the salary, but in my mind to beat them, and not not in a boasting like haha I'm better than you. Like it would just be a personal accomplishment of I outworked that person and did better than them. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't I, th- I think a lot of people I don't I don't mean to judge a lot of people, but it's it's a you're lucky to have the mentality and I think me, me too. And um that comes from playing sports and I think it's definitely something valuable. So, I I'm, I'm going to go ahead and agree with you and say that um yeah, even in the in the face of likely especially in wrestling, for example, especially in wrestling that you're not going to have a professional career in it because, I mean, professional really only means, like, being a professional wrestler, right? Like a WWE. So, yeah. so like, if you're if you're an actual wrestler, there's no professional career. That being said, it, that's got to be some of the hardest work um, yeah. that people can do. And it's very valuable, like we're both saying. It's a mindset that, for the 50 years after, has benefits for mm-hmm. For all other parts of your life, not just the sports-related parts of your life. I want to also touch on another another part of the reason why I said yes immediately to that. Sure. And that would be because, basically, of just like being active as a, as a young kid, right? Mm. With all, especially with all the technology and all the things going on now, I feel like the more kids that want to and believe they can be you know a professional baseball player or football player or whatever that 
now they're just outside playing sports and stuff, and you you can't ask for better than that as, you know, just say, I don't know, from 8 years to 15 years old, right? Because then also, again, like, now you're used to going outside, playing with your friends, whatever it may be, and now when the time comes when you get older and you're in college and, you know, you need to start working out and trying to keep your body healthy, you've kind of done that your whole life where it's like, all right, like I can run around or go on the treadmill for X amount of time and do this, you know, maybe you're a basketball player. It's like, oh, okay, I'll go shoot hoops and stay active for 30 minutes every other day or so. Yeah. And I feel like for that very simple reason of just physical activity, I think it would be good for kids too, where if you were to say, hey, if you want to be an MLB player and you're not, you know, four foot five when you're 10, you know, you shouldn't, you shouldn't want to be one. It's, it puts your homeostasis, it, what's normal for your body, at a different level, and I'm pretty sure if I never played sports, then I wouldn't feel the I wouldn't feel an urge to start working out or to start running or do anything physically or maybe even go outside. I wouldn't feel the need to do that. But yeah. having done these stuff for me, if I for me if I didn't work out for a week, I don't know what the hell would be wrong with me. I I would feel so <laughs> horrible. Oh my god. Uh-huh. But I, I'm aware that people that, that don't have the um, homeostasis, that normalness of working out regularly, at, when they were growing up, doing a sport, whatever it is, they don't feel that need. Which is fine if you don't want to work out. But I'm just saying, you need to like build up, if for kids, it, whatever it is, whether it's sports, whether it's how much you need to read, how much you need to study, what you want, you need to build up what you feel like your body or your mind deserves. And... Sports is a great way to do that for your physical needs. Absolutely. Yeah. 100%. So. Sure. Let's let's switch gears to your topic today. All right. So my question to you is why do people look towards basically strangers on social media and they look towards that to feel good about themselves? Like, why is that? I mean, we were just talking about having that basic need of like, mm-hmm. working out with whatever it is. I would say it's because people are raised having, a, 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 at the moment, they're raised having a basic need of what they think that they need to fulfill. So in this case, it's a type of approval, a type of fitting into the world because I'm sure they, either with social media or with just the way people act around them, that they feel like there's a certain way that people need to fit into the whole scheme of things. Getting a, a lot of likes, getting a lot of comments about how you look or what you're doing um, is validation for what you're doing in the world. And I mean, I would say, I would say it's a good thing as far as in the moment. But the thing that the thing is, is that that drops away. You know, those likes mm-hmm. that you get fall away. You're not always getting likes for your Instagram while you're alone in your room. And so the the thing that's harmful ends. I think there are good things about social media. I don't want to be a completely against social media. Um, I don't think that's true, but I think when you when you're valuing these things, when you're validating yourself through um, likes and comments and whatever whatnot, um, you lose that um, ability to self appreciate yourself. You lose that ability to say what I'm doing is important because I'm doing it. This is it's something that it's something that you need to look to yourself. If you're doing something and it's not getting recorded, are you still happy you're doing it? I, I think that's a, an important question because I know with myself, you know, I mean, not that I, I don't think I, I don't I think I rarely do this, but when I do do this, I get kind of annoyed with myself 
that I'm, I'm only doing this because I think I want other people to like it. And it, I, I realize the thing I'm doing isn't even that enjoyable or it's I, it makes me feel extremely vulnerable in a way that doesn't, it's not bringing something through being vulnerable. Uh, what do you what yeah. do you think about this issue? So before I give you what I think, I got I personally I, I do use social media. I have Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, and I, I use it a decent amount. Um, my actual so my header in my bio on Twitter, it's actually a picture of a guy, and, and the captions "I am who I am. Your approval is not needed." Right, <laughs> and and so. Another question I have off of that, because I basically, to me, I think, like, is everyone that I see that needs likes or needs people to see what they're doing, is every single one of these people, are they all self-conscious or have no self-esteem? Is it an issue in today's world that basically a shit ton of people just have super low self-esteem and need... So, like, my main thing is it's the random people on social media, right? If you have your friends that, you know, you want to see that you're doing good or whatnot, I, I think that's a pretty good thing, right? You, you want to, not only for yourself, but people that you care about, you know, you want them to see that you, whatever you're doing is hopefully in a, in a good way, where I think the issue is the people that, you know, they look for thousands of followers and they might know a hundred of them and they're looking towards the other you know, 995 people for their likes and stuff where they're probably never going to ever have any human interaction with them, but yet they're out here trying to do things for these people to, to like them. Like, that's my issue with it is, like, is it this super low self-esteem that in today's world so many people are dealing with, or is it more they're kind of just lost in social media and they just think you, that's kind of just a normal thing to them? You do feel like like the uh, the approval of friends, the approval of the people you care about, it it is important that it's something that you kind of need, in a way to like I, know that yeah, you're I, I doing the right thing. I don't think that's a negative part of it. You know, the the few, like I said, might be fifty, hundred, one hundred fifty. Like if you're in high school and you you know you know know a lot of people, you get into like the thousand followers. What does it matter to you? What Tyler, Tyler Phillips, what he thinks about you on his comments on Instagram. Who cares if he thinks you, you look ugly in your pants? If you like them and you want to wear them, are you not going to wear them because you have this random dude saying you look stupid in them? And, and it, I mean, and it, the thing is that it, it happens a lot. You know, you get random people commenting and then you get self-conscious and you get uh, insecure about yourself. And this is- I feel like, like I'm just not sure if it's, a basic overall of low self-esteem. Like I just, I don't understand. I'm not sure how this thing is kind of came about. From my point of view, it's low self-esteem because I know I actually struggle with this a lot too. I would say, as far as on the internet, if I do get like a negative comment about something, I do, I get ex- way more annoyed than three actual good comments. My mm-hmm. my my self-esteem is not it, it, when. I'm not not that I want to be ignorant of anybody's bad comments in the world because, you know, maybe if everyone's saying I'm an asshole, I'm not gonna be like, no, I'm I'm the probably the nicest person ever, <laughs> you know? Like there's yeah, there's yeah. something to be said that when everyone's saying something, when a comment said to me that's negative, I don't just flick it off as if it's nothing. It's some it is something that I think I need to work on and get better at because 
Um, you know, maybe it's not on the level of someone saying like, I don't think you're a good person. And then I'm crying at night. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's on that level, but I do think when, when someone, when I have like a real conversation or argument with someone and I feel invested in it, I don't, I don't flip the switch very well. I don't, I don't say, all right, that's in the past. Or I don't say, all right, um, I don't believe what that person said about me. I, you know, I, not that I start, I think about it, I should say, which I think there's a, there's a line that I need to find personally. I don't know about you between, I need to find the line between caring everything about what someone says about me and nothing, especially when they're real people, real friends, you know, that like have your best interests in mind. So, but again, with what you're saying with random people though, that that's something that you, you just need to try and tell yourself, this is a random person that doesn't get you. And just think, I, I did this the other day. Someone said a horrible comment to me and uh, that I don't know. And I started responding, but I'm like, why am I wasting time? I can just ignore this, and then it's I won't even think about it again, <laughs> unless I talk about it on a podcast. Um, <laughs> but uh, otherwise, you know, it's 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 just the feeling of giving it more power. It's it's the wrong thing to do. The feeling of responding, mm-hmm. and I think I think because I have a, I mean, you're aware of me fre- freshman year on my team. Basically, I would respond to a lot of things. And it would be annoying for some people, and I understand that. And I think there's people that are worse than that that feel like they need to respond to everything on comments or in life or whatever. I mean, I think that's maybe where that comes from, is that maybe people have this need to respond or have a feeling response to everything, and that they can't yeah. just hear something and be like, all right, that's what you think. Yeah, I understand that. Like, me personally, when probably when I was younger, as in, like, early elementary school, I was, I would say I was pretty insecure, you know, I wanted to make sure I looked good, and it wasn't for myself, it was making sure I, I went to school looking good for, basically for other people, right, and so my dad, when I was younger, he was in the army, and when, when I was growing up, he, he did a very good job of raising me to become, I guess you could say, like, understand self-worth, and have goals, and all this good things, and because he helped me round my my mental, like I guess under understanding of like I guess that self worth and stuff like that. Can you think of any so, any instances or moments that you like specifically remember with him, that um, or just things that he would do, that like would uh, help you with this? Um, so I feel like he he basically would just always he kind of instilled it in me to like make me believe it, right? So. I don't remember exactly what he might say or what he would do, but I know that he was very persistent with making sure that I understood it. So it was probably stuff, you know, I might come home from school and he might just, something simple as, hey, like, you know, I just want to let you know, like, you're, like, you're awesome and it doesn't matter what people think. So, like, it's something simple that it just got drilled into my head that by the time I got to high school, I, I truly, you know, I understood this and I believed it and funny thing is actually in high school I would say I was probably labeled as an asshole and so and I mean basically the reason for that is the people that I wasn't you know I had my you know at the time in high school you have you might have a friend group of like 20 people some guys and girls and after that it's not it's not true friends right you have a nice little group that you usually hang out with after that you might have like you know, your friend that you hang out with in math class and whatever it may be. But after those, that 
you know, that main group that you actually truly hang out with and keep in touch with at the time. After that, it, to me, I knew it didn't matter. So, were these people that they didn't even know me, and it might have been I might have gotten into a fight or said something to someone, and they just think I'm an asshole. And to me, I'm like, all right, well, if you think I'm an asshole, like, like why should I treat you nicely? If you're gonna treat me like I am an asshole, like, why should I worry about making sure that you think I'm a nice person? Where if my friends called me an asshole, I'd be like, all right, like, did did I do something? as an asshole i know at times i can be right and i think that's part of just my personality and if someone treats me wrong i'm not going to treat you any better i'm probably going to treat you just as bad bad if not worse do you think the difference between being a like a a cocky asshole that thinks his shit doesn't sink the difference Mm -hmm. between that and what do you think the difference is between that because we know people like that between that and and you or at least high school version of you you know what what's the real difference Uh would you say so I feel like the difference is who who's perceiving it, right? Where if it's random people that I don't care if they think I'm an asshole because I have that I have that self worth and I know that I truly I'm truly not. I, like I don't care and I won't change anything and I might act like an asshole to them because if you're gonna treat me like one, I might as well be an asshole to you, right? Yeah. And where you know I have my friends and stuff and I treat them like. I would say very good, you know, and and so to me, I feel like the difference is understanding who I am, where I understood I had this, I guess it's kind of that cockiness, but in a good way of, to me, it was, it was always, you know, being an athlete, um, so to me, I had the cockiness of being an athlete, and it, and it is more confidence than cockiness, but to other people, it might come off as cockiness, but guess what, if they're not one of my friends, and I don't care about you then go ahead and think it's cockiness and you know what i'm saying like yeah i I just think i think that's where the line is drawn is if i didn't understand that i probably would have started acting like an asshole to everyone right where if a bunch of people in school are calling me an asshole all of a sudden i'm treating my friends like i am an asshole and now now i really am one where i i knew that i wasn't and the people i care about i I treat them differently because i care about them and you know, I protected them and stuff. Yeah, no, that's a that's a great point, and especially that puts the hammer on the nail on the whole social media thing. That these aren't people that you know. They aren't. They don't have your best interests in mind. And if they're calling you an asshole, then as you're saying, even with real people that you don't know well, mm-hmm. like fuck them. Yeah, because I mean, if they're your friends, they, they don't matter, right? Yeah, like, but, but they, if they're your friends and, giving you likes on Instagram, if they're your friends saying that, I don't know, they like you or you're an asshole that they love, mm-hmm. then that's something that you should value. Yeah, because if it's your friend telling you they care about you, and if they care about you, they're telling you a good or a bad thing, and, you know, maybe you should look at it and be like, all right, if, you know, my friend John, if he's telling me I've been posting stuff that's ridiculous and I've been a jackass on Twitter, all right, like, maybe I have been, like, let me be aware of that. But if it's some random person that says I tweet, asshole things it's like all right well like i don't i don't care as long as it's not yeah. affecting me and the people i care about then this is then i'm not going to change anything this is good this is <laughs> this is making me think over the people that i think are assholes and that like i'm not mm-hmm. sure now i'm not sure like are they just or like that think they're the best it, like i'm wondering if this is from my perspective or if they yeah. are just assholes now i don't know <laughs> now i'm confused <laughs> <Fuck>. <laughs> yeah all right, so I think that's going to be a wrap for episode number two. I hope you guys you know, took a lot of main points out of the beginning section 
And if you have, if, if you're having trouble with starting something, I hope those little tips are going to help you out. Um, if you're someone who is lacking the desire to do things, you know, hopefully if you, even if you take this the wrong way and it changes you for the good, you know, I, I hope, I hope that happens. Um, and then for the last part, you know, we talked about social media and random people and your friends and commenting on things where I believe, well, we both believe if it's someone that you don't know, you should not pay any attention to, to what they say to you, right? Know who you are, have self-esteem, and you know, feel good about yourself, even if it's, a, if it's a random person saying something nasty about you. If it's your friends, you know, maybe look at yourself, make sure, maybe you fix yourself for the better, right? Make sure you're not being that bad person or saying bad things or whatever it may be if it's your friends telling you. And I'm going to say good morning to you. Good night, James. Have a good one, guys. Peace.